Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wednesday, oh Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday are all bad days and the only Friday is Wednesday. Well, I don't think Friday's a bad day. Friday's the day that we live for around here. We even celebrate almost Friday. Uh, that's just a producer Jay and I think, except for I've started saying that to uh, friends and, and family members that I have to contact or that I talk to on Thursdays now. Uh, so I, I feel like I disagree with him. But we do find special joy in turning a Tuesday into a Wednesday. We call it our hump show, middle show of the work week. And for the most part now, the majority, the vast majority of the United States is into February. So we've not only put Tuesday in the rearview mirror, but we've also put January in the rearview mirror. When I was a kid, by the way, little known fact about Amy Lawrence, I wanted to name my children after the months of the year. I remember telling my mom, I think I want to name my daughter January. (laughs) And then I thought, but wait a minute, what about February? And of course, we knew March and April and May were all girls' names, or actually they feel more like older women's names. I I have a friend named April, though. Actually, two friends named April, so not super old sounding. But then I thought, what about September? I just remember my mom looking at me and and encouraging me uh, without trying to squash these big dreams of mine. I even went to November. October, mom? (laughs) I was determined. August? That's not really a name, but we could add an A onto the end of it. I remember her responding with Augusta. Anyway, yes, this was a whole conversation. I don't remember how old I was, but I do recall that I went through pretty much every month on the calendar to see how it would sound as a pretty name. But I'm telling you, January was my favorite. (laughs) I could be one of those celebrities that makes up names for her children, like North or Apple. I mean, they're they're words. They're just not children's names. Blanket. Blanket? Yeah. That was Michael Jackson's son's name, I believe, or is his son's name? Blanket? Blanket, yeah. Blanket Jackson. Hmm. I guess I missed that one. Yeah, I, don't, I, I do like blankets. I don't like children named blankets. <laughs> no. It's our hump show, which means you get to ask Amy anything. Well, if you hurry up, you do. Uh, we've got about 30 minutes left before we get to our hump show staple. So look for the bright orange box with the thought bubble on our show Twitter after our CBS and then on our Facebook page too. Both of those sites, by the way, that's the key to accessing our podcast. If you don't already have the Odyssey app or our podcast bookmarked on your laptop, your device, your phone, uh, well, then you can always find it posted every weekday morning on either our Twitter or Facebook pages. And then I usually circle around in the afternoon and, and post a couple more links too. 
30 minutes to go to get your questions in. Producer Jay is going to be relatively judicious with the Super Bowl questions since we are planning a special Super Bowl edition of Ask Amy Anything as a video. It's going to kick off our Super 6 video series coming up next week. We got big plans for you all, in fact, and I'm not giving anything away. Jay's not giving. Jay stinks at keeping secrets. Every time I want him to keep a secret and he turns on the microphone, he somehow spoils it. So keep your finger away from the microphone. We already have at least one guest that we are really excited about next week. Someone who's never been on the show before. Uh, he's a current player, but he's also got another major role in his sport. Uh, so it's, it's yeah, it's already happening. It's coming together. Uh, by the way, thank you for all of your kind words um, about our last show and some of what we shared with you. I'm not going to go into it again, uh, but our Twitter and Facebook messages were blowing up all through the day on Tuesday. Uh, you all are kind. Again, thank you for your support. I can't I can't, and don't want to respond to all of those messages for obvious reasons. Uh, I need to move forward. We need to get ready for Super Bowl week, such as it is. Uh, and so I did read them. I did see them. Um, and I do appreciate you. Thank you for your encouragement. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It is The Hump Show. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness. It's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Yeah. Touchdown. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Don't you love how Lindsey Rhodes told us, of course, a lot of good it does now. There were really only three or four quarterbacks who scored well in fantasy this year. So (laughs) that was actually kind of funny because she told me, wait until the sixth or seventh round to draft a quarterback. There is so much good value in the later rounds at the QB spot. As it turns out, that was erroneous advice, and it was totally not the case this season. So she says next year there's going to be a course correction and all of a sudden everybody's going to start drafting quarterbacks early because that's how you get the value. We always overreact when it comes to the NFL. It drives the bus, baby. Speaking of overreacting, there's been a lot of overreacting to the situation with Aaron Rodgers and some of the reports out there. Of course the Packers are considering a trade. Of course the Packers are considering all of their options. Just take everything that you hear with a grain of salt, everything that you read with a grain of salt. Uh, Aaron himself still has not made a decision, and okay, he's going to draw it out. He's going to milk it for all it's worth. It's going to be a little bit more time uh, for my decision, and you know I feel confident that Uh, In a couple weeks, I'll feel definitely more strongly about one of the two decisions. Clearly, Aaron Rodgers not indoors as he joins the Pat McAfee show for his weekly Tuesday appearance. Not sure if that will continue all the way through the offseason. Jay thought he was at an airport. I thought he was outside somewhere because it looked like there was a blue sky and sunshine behind him. So maybe he's home in California. Maybe he's already... uh, 
outside the country preparing for another ayahuasca treatment. I'm not really sure, but he definitely was not in Green Bay. That we know for sure. So he says it's going to be at least two more weeks because there's still football going on. The Super Bowl hasn't happened yet, so I suppose we can stop holding our collective breath, waiting for Aaron's decision. But he does know, he has caught wind of the fact that the team is holding internal discussions about the quarterback position. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Um, You know, honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in in Nashville and and then I'll be up here, uh, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will uh, will know at some point. He calls it interesting. That's what he calls it. It's interesting that the Packers are having conversations that he's not a part of. I'm offended. Come How on could you now. possibly say that? All right. If he was running a team, would he think it be smart to not have internal discussions? Of course they're having discussions. They've got to figure out what to do. Because if they decide it's time to move on from Aaron Rodgers after the season it was in which they did not make the playoffs and had a 4-8 and eight start to the year, if they decide that, then they're not going to say, hey, by the way, what do you think? Do you think we should move on from you? I mean, come on. And I am, you know, not, you know, egomaniacal. Oh, dear. By the way, I forgot. Yes, he is, in fact, uh, playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am Golf Tournament. That's that's where he is, and that's why there's a pretty, uh, pretty blue sky behind him. Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee. You can tell that he's not thrilled, that he's not privy to all conversations. I wonder if he's consulting the Packers about which club to use off the tee. I mean, they are allowed to have conversations without you. Here's one area where I side with Aaron, though. I think it's a ridiculous story and narrative that he doesn't hang out with his teammates. We know he hangs out with Randall Cobb, the Bakhtiaris. We know he's got friends among the veterans on the team because he doesn't have family in Green Bay. He, the, the team is his family. His friends are his family. To suggest that he needs to hang out with all of the rookies, I heard this story, right? It was Romeo Dobbs. Actually, did he tell Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio that he never once hung out with Aaron Rodgers away from the football field? Is that necessary? Raise your hand if you ever played in a sports team and didn't hang out with a lot of your teammates away from the court or the field or the ice. Dear Lord, sometimes you need a break from that. You need a break from work in his case. So, yes, he's reacting to these reports that he's alienated from his teammates. It's the same tired voices, I think, for the most part. It's people that either aren't playing or you know, weren't anywhere near my level, still trying to have a name on TV or people that enjoy trying to run with a narrative that, uh, that makes me look bad. Listen, I'm 100% attendance on every team party. I don't know that every person can say that on the squad, so that's a chance to hang out with me. The things that I'm thinking about and doing and, and spending my time doing are a little probably different than a 21 and 22-year-old. Thank you. you know, after the day is done, I'm not going home playing video games you know, all night and on Twitch and all these different things that young kids do, which is awesome. I mean, I have no problem with that. Hey, you spend your time wherever you want to spend it, but uh, I'm, I'm just not maybe having the same interest. Well, I tell you, when I think Aaron Rodgers is being an egomaniac, I tell you. When I think Aaron Rodgers is being 
ridiculous, I tell you. When I think that he's making me roll my eyes, I tell you that too since you can't see that. I agree with him. I am... I'm a little older than Aaron Rodgers. I don't hang out with 20 and 21-year-olds. We don't have any interests in common. Do you know the communication I have with 20-year-olds is in a mentor role? So, yeah, this idea that he doesn't hang out with all of his 20-year-old teammates, dumb. It's just dumb. With my respect, my full respect to every other radio host who believes that's a story, I do not. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, we're going to pivot now to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> this is how we're going to set up the QB conversation around the Niners. Tight end George Kittle, please just give me one guy. Just one guy. That's all I'm asking. I've had a six-year career. I've had one year with one quarterback. Super fun. 2019. Super Other than that, I've had two fun. or more. Four out of six, I've had three or more. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's an experience. I just love a plethora of quarterbacks <laughs> to choose from. Um, what's my confidence level? I mean, I don't know how you can't be uh, you know, confident in Brock Purdy, what he put together. Um, I don't really foresee us losing too many of our, like, our skill positions. You know, going into next year, obviously, like there's contracts and stuff you know, after next season. But, you know, next year I think we have – and ability, like we have an, um, we have a possibility to go out there and compete at a really high, high level from right away. You know, not take a slow start. You know, that's my goal. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. Like Trey, hopefully he's thrown again here soon, and you know, it'll be a nice competitive battle for him. You know, I mean, uh, I have no idea what the guy behind me is going to do. I had no idea what he's going to do last year or the year before that too. And hey, you never know what happens. <laughs> I assume he's referring to Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. Was Garoppolo there? He says something about the guy behind me. So I'm not exactly sure because I didn't see him in, in you know, was it Trey? Except that he said one or two seasons. Okay, maybe. Maybe he was referring to Trey Lance. So the, what you hear from George Kittle, in addition to the humor, uh, four out of his six seasons, he's had three or more quarterbacks. Uh, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. So I love that he has such a great perspective. But he seems to indicate there will be a quarterback competition, right? I mean, he's talking about the fact that these two guys are theoretically going to compete. Now, I wouldn't infer gospel from him, but that's what he believes. So maybe that's the angle that the team is going. Now, as for Brock Purdy, he was there. He was answering questions. He was explaining a little more about his UCL injury. A lot of baseball pitchers, they face this kind of thing with the UCL. Um, you know, guys that have this problem in football, you know, really the quarterback situation, there hasn't been a lot of cases with it, but, you know, usually it's like a linebacker or offensive lineman and then they can just brace it up and go play. But when you're throwing, um, it's a different situation. But, you know, the way a quarterback throws compared to a pitcher, two different things. Um, you know, it's similar, but more violent as a baseball player. So, you know, they're saying, you know, the recovery process could be a little bit faster as a quarterback, but um, definitely I've looked at guys that have, have gone through this kind of thing and it's uh, I'm just trying to find what's right because everyone's situation is a little different and I'm trying to find out which one's right for, for myself. I'm always impressed when I hear him speak. Also, he's a man after my own heart. He gives very long and detailed answers. If he has the surgery, what is the potential timetable for his return? In that scenario, that would be six months you're ready to go. I mean, I think in that scenario they said um, after three months you can start throwing and get, getting into a throwing program and get into a routine. Um, I think six months would be like when you're allowed to just go and practice and be a part of everything. Um, I definitely have some other options too. So I don't know exactly what the case is going to be yet. The final, you know, 
uh, decision. But um, if that is it, then so be it. You know, I'll, I'll be ready come camp. And honestly, what matters to me most is being able to play for the season. You know, so um, if that's the case, then yeah, so be it. But we'll see. I still have some options to, to weigh and make a final decision soon. For eight weeks or so, nine weeks, he was QB1 as he took over against, was it the Dolphins that he took over against with Jimmy Garoppolo getting hurt early in that game? And then his first start was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we're, we're not quite half the season, but he was a QB1 and obviously would like to earn that job moving forward. I just wanted to, to win at all costs right when the team needed me um, that week against Miami, um, obviously. For all the games that I played in and stuff, I, I, that was still my mindset was just to win and to let everything else fall into place. So for me to claim or say anything in terms of what's going to happen moving forward, that's out of my control. Um, I'm going to do what I can to get back healthy and be ready to compete come fall and um, you know, just be ready for whatever coach asks of me. So Brock Purdy is going to be ready for whatever coach asks of him, but what if that means a quarterback competition with Trey Lance? Trey also having to comment on competing against Brock or someone else for the job. I haven't talked to Kyle yet, so I'll go, I'll go talk to Kyle, and uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be a whole story again this year for you guys. So I'm super <laughs> excited for that, but um, I'm just yeah, excited to get back out there, excited to compete. Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. Here's what I like about that competition. They're both on their rookie deals. Trey Lance is tradable, though. <laughs> we talked about this with Lindsey Rhodes last hour. He's a tradable commodity. If the Niners determine they want to stick with Brock, they could get something in return for a guy that was the number two overall pick and is expected to be ready for training camp. But then they would have to bring in a veteran quarterback, and that's when Lindsey lost me and went off on the Tom Brady tangent. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. A couple more to throw in. Kenny Pickett also took over as a rookie quarterback this season, though it was expected, unlike Brock Purdy. And a lot of the Steelers, former Steelers, love what they saw from him. He got real-time reps. That's how Mike Tomlin put it. Pat Fryermuth, the tight end for the Steelers, was a guest on the podcast of his former QB, Ben Roethlisberger. It's called Footballin', and he loves what he saw from Pickett this season. The two-minute drive from Miami to then the Ravens to the Raiders like him in the huddle was two completely different people like when he was in the huddle like he knew like he was waiting for kind of you know to feel things out and kind of see what they were in but like if you're when you're in two minute drives like the defense is going to do their bread and butter stuff like it's either going to be too high or, or one high and um it's going to cover three or, or two Tampa or two or something like that quarters um so you kind of have your concepts you know and Kenny knew that right away and uh you know he was just so much more confident and so much more um urgent and knew what he was going to do so it took him a little bit to get going, but, you know, he showed that he's the real deal. Pittsburgh is in a fantastic situation. They're not looking for a quarterback. They found their franchise QB. And even in a season where they didn't make the playoffs, though they were still in the hunt, that's the, the favorite phrase, right? The final six weeks of the season, in the hunt. They were still in the hunt until the final weekend. He's already picked up so much experience without a ton of pressure. Awesome, because he goes into next season ahead of the game. All right, one more. Urban Meyer, remember him? <laughs> Urban Meyer understands that with the Jaguars, it was a disaster. He was done there. 
needed to be out. It wasn't a good matchup. He he dug his own hole. He dug his own ditch. But honestly, really wanted to spend the time coaching Trevor Lawrence. I retired and went to Fox. Was an assistant AD for two years, and and then I, um, you know, I got approached by a few teams, and this team really appealed to me. You know that. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be a, you know, might be a Hall of Famer someday. He's that good and a mm-hmm. great kid. And obviously, it didn't go well. And you know, but uh, I, you know, I had no plans on doing that at all. All things covered with Patrick Peterson and our friend Brian McFadden. That's their podcast. Uh, we periodically have Brian on the show. Yeah, interesting to hear what Urban had to say. He is done with coaching now, he claims. Uh, back with Fox doing college football broadcasting. But does, I, I hope there are many regrets, not just one, uh, but does have the regret that he didn't have the opportunity to really coach Trevor Lawrence, except he did. It, he just screwed it up. He had other priorities and, and other, other behavioral characteristics that did not lend themselves to long-term coaching in the NFL. Man, that was a disaster. But honestly, I'm glad we ended right there with QB News because – I was talking this kind of stream of consciousness with producer Jay earlier this week, and I was using Urban Meyer as an example of why I do think there is discrimination when it comes to some coaching hires in the NFL. And it's hard sometimes to to put your finger on tangible evidence, but I've been thinking about it a bunch, specifically as it pertains to, say, an Eric Bieniemy. And I'm glad that Urban Meyer spoke because I he was one of the reasons why or one of the reasons that I feel this way. Uh, we also know that Frank Reich is now the, the coach in Carolina where he was their first franchise quarterback. But the Panthers have started eight different QBs since 2018. <laughs> and he's got yet another QB conundrum on his hand. The more things change, the more they stay the same. I think Baker's our quarterback. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're back. (laughs) 
It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Frida, welcome to After Hours. Hello, Amy. Well, hello, dear. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Just called to tell you how wonderful I think you are. Oh. <laughs> I know you hear that from all the guys. I listen. I've never called before, but I've been listening for a year. I hear all the good things that they say, but your enthusiasm and your charisma comes right through the radio to me. Well, you're very sweet. I'm glad that you listen. You just keep up the good work. Well, thank you so much, ma'am. You have a good night and a good day. You too, sweetheart. Appreciate your phone call. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We're about to hit Ask Amy Anything, so make sure you send your last-minute questions, you procrastinators, to our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or to our Facebook page. Named after the show, Producer Jay is waiting for you. One more from Urban Meyer on the All Things Covered podcast, in, in which he did say, I don't know, begrudgingly or not, but he seemed like he's happy for the Jaguars, even though the success came after he was booted? No desire. And, of course, you know, I think I do some things differently. And, um, you know, I was excited to see because they, they have a lot of different players. And when I was there, they're, they did a really good job in free agency this year. And, um, but, you know, to me, and you guys know this, it, it almost it's fun. It's kind of funny when you say the NFL is a quarterback league. Pop Warner is a quarterback lead. So is high no school. No question. Right. It's a quarterback sport. <laughs> and when you get a when you get a you know a killer like uh, Trevor Lawrence or a JT Barrett or a Cardell Jones or Tim Tebow, you got a chance. So they 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 got a great future. Tim Tebow, of course, one of his former quarterbacks at Florida, uh, referring to Trevor Lawrence and the success uh, that they can have with him as their franchise corner piece. Um, But Urban Meyer got me thinking lately, even before I heard him with uh, Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden. And I was thinking about the reports that Eric Bieniemy is going to interview for various other offensive coordinator jobs, not a head coaching job. So yet again, he will not be a head coach, even though his offense is one of the his his offense with Andy Reid, right? So he's the offensive coordinator. Andy Reid, obviously, an architect and does a lot of the play calling. Um, not that that's ever changed. That's Andy Andy Reid's mo. But Bienemy has been part of their success. You had five straight AFC championships. You've had three Super Bowl appearances, potentially a second championship, and Patrick Mahomes set a record for total yards from the line of scrimmage this season. Otherworldly offense. It stands to reason that the offensive coordinator for that team would be a hot coaching candidate. And yet, the waters around Eric Bieniemy have cooled drastically. I think about the other offensive coordinators and offensive coaches who have been plucked from Andy Reid's staffs. It was not held against them that they weren't calling plays. 
that seems to be a knock against Eric Bieniemy, or for the quarterbacks coach on Sean McVay's staff that gets to coach. He gets a head job. He gets his first coaching opportunity, even though he wasn't calling plays. For some reason, that only seems to be a thing with Eric Bieniemy. So then I was thinking, what about the reports that Bieniemy doesn't interview well? <laughs> and producer Jay, what did I start doing? I started listing the number of recent head coaches who did not last long, who there's no way under the sun that they interviewed well. Freddie Kitchens, are you kidding me? There's no way he interviewed well. He got the job, why? Because he had worked relatively well with Baker Mayfield at the end of a season where the Browns had fired their head coach. That that was Hugh, Hugh, right? They got rid of Hugh. They promote Greg Williams as their interim, but Freddie is the one who's working with Baker Mayfield. So because they kind of liked what they saw from him, they give Freddie Kitchens the job. That blew up Royal in their faces. How about the situation with Ben McAdoo in New York? Okay, Uh, have you heard his press conferences? There's no way he interviews with all kinds of great charisma. Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer. He did not get the job because he interviewed well or because he had an NFL track record. Nah, he was just coveted by Shad Khan. Thought he would make a big splash with Trevor Lawrence, who, of course, was coming out of college at the time. Joe Judge. Could the guy have been more awkward at times? In fact, he talked himself out of a job in New York. Adam Gase, do you remember his introductory press conference with the eyes that became gifts and and they were just, oh, they bored a hole in your head. I could go on and on about the number of recent head coaches that did not pan out that really don't have great personalities, at least in front of a microphone and I'm sure they didn't all interview well, though admittedly I was not part of their interview process. And so back to Eric Bieniemy. These are the narratives around Eric. And I think in many ways their excuses But also, I think you look around the rest of the NFL and you see places where teams have taken flyers on guys who don't have head coaching experience to see if it would work out simply because of where they came from. Is there a more popular coaching tree or more successful coaching tree than Andy Reid's right now? No. And somehow, Biennemi does not yet have a coaching job. Maybe there's more to the story. Maybe there is. But don't tell me that it's it's a transgression in his past because Urban Meyer has a laundry list of those suspect decisions that he made. And again, he still got a job. It's not always overt discrimination. Sometimes people don't even realize that they're judging on standards of skin color or race or gender. I can identify with what I believe may be happening in some cases with Eric because I've been there. I've had people say things to me as a female that you would never say to a male. One example, and this comes from a boss that I absolutely adore. I know he didn't mean any harm by it, but I remember one time, because I get very businesslike and very locked in, I get, I can be pretty short when I'm locked into my my pre-work routine or when all hell is breaking loose and I'm trying to, to keep things under control in the studio. 
I don't do the small talk thing. And I remember he came to me and said, you're making some of the young guys in our newsroom uncomfortable. Could you maybe be a little softer? That was the word he used. Could you maybe be a little nicer to them? I just, and, and Scott Farrell would be the first one to tell you that uh, that's not his personality. I just remember thinking, would you ever go to Scott Farrell, who tells people to F off and rips people new ones when they make a mistake? Would you ever tell a guy to be softer or nicer? Again, inherent discrimination. He didn't mean it. My boss cherished me as an employee and, and as almost like a daughter. But he said that to me because I was a female. Sometimes people don't know they're discriminating. And the, the, the reports or rumors that we hear about why Eric Bieniemy has not gotten a job are dumb. Because they've never stood in the way of other quality candidates getting jobs. Right? These, these things somehow get dismissed when it comes to other candidates. I don't know the specific details. Only that he's interviewed with a third of the teams in the league, for heaven's sakes. Maybe more than that now. And yet somehow, no one's given him an opportunity. And yet you've got people who know him and who work with him, including Andy Reid, who there is not a more well-respected head coach or a hotter head coach on the planet right now. But even the endorsement of Andy Reid doesn't get him a job. So either something's going on that we have no idea, or some of these reports are just excuses. And it's really more discrimination. And you know there are African-American coaches in the league, Steve Wilkes being the latest, who definitely would tell you that they're discriminated against. It's hard to prove, though, right? It's hard to have actual evidence for it, hard evidence that would stand up in a lawsuit. The same thing with sexual harassment, right? It, it can be the same way. So I was just thinking about that, some of my thoughts, not accusing anyone of anything, only that it's ridiculous and it, it seems so blatantly obvious that by now, Eric Bieniemy should have had a job. There should have been one team out there who was willing to take a flyer because of Andy Reid, because of the Chiefs' success, because the, of the endorsement of the players that he's worked with and because of his experience. And some of the things that are being reportedly held against him are not held against other candidates. Coming up, no, no real sex. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weather. Coming up, ask Amy anything. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Producer Jay just came in here and gave me a bit of a heads up about a question that he may potentially ask. For that reason, we got to get started because I know he's been reading through your dozens of questions. Keeping in mind, we're doing a Super Bowl version of Ask Amy Anything on video to start next week. So if you don't hear your Super Bowl question, that could show up on our YouTube channel in a couple of days. Jay. All right. So I got to start with this one. This is unique right up our alley. James asks, "Okay, if you could live Golden Girl style in the Star Wars universe, what planet would you live on? And what three Star Wars characters would be your Golden Girls roommates? Okay, Golden Girls meaning they all live together in a house? Yes. Okay. Wow, that's a that's an older reference. Uh, Golden Girls style. Okay, so I would say Yavin is one of my favorite planets because of how luscious and green, but also because of its unique heritage in Star Wars lore. It is the first battle of the Death Star, the first defeat of the Empire, and it's the original Star Wars. It's how it all started. Also, there are a bunch of books where Luke goes back to Yavin to begin his Jedi Academy, so it does come into play in other of the Star Wars materials, the Star Wars canon, if you will, but I do love Yavin, the colors, and just its place in Star Wars history. Which three characters? Okay, that's tough. Admiral Akbar, just so I can hear yes. him say over and over, it's a trap. But also, he's very skilled. Uh, not only was he a great leader, a military uh, strategist, but he's very unique. He's a fish. He's an, an amphibian. Uh, I love Admiral Akbar. I'd love to talk to him about his battle experiences. Uh, I'm going to go Yoda because you would always be entertained, and we need a Jedi there. We, we need someone to have that Jedi, not just the mind tricks, but also the, the force that would clearly keep us safe and and give us some premonitions if we need them so yoda do or do not there is no try when 900 years old you reach look as good you will not uh, and then finally we need brute strength and also chewbacca makes me laugh so the, but how do we go without a droid can i add a droid all right fine okay I'll well then, there needs to be a droid so r2d2 would also be in our house admiral akbar yoda chewy and r2d2 that's a phenomenal answer very good. Golden girl style. Good it's funny because there right. are no other girls there, but okay. <laughs> Move on here. James asks, what was the last video game you ever played? Oh, man. Are you kidding me? The last... I'm assuming games on your phone don't count. No, like we'll do it on the TV, like a console. Yeah. Okay. So then the last one I played... Or arcade could work too. I'll allow that. 
You'll allow arcade. Allow well, a pinball machine was the last arcade game I played. So it's been a while, but the last one I would have played in an arcade. I went to Dave and Buster's not that long ago, and they've got pinball machines. So that would be the last time in an arcade. But I would say, like, a video game would be uh, Tiger Woods Golf. Is I, I'm, What's the name of it? Yeah, Tiger it's Woods It's Tiger Golf. Woods Golf. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I had an ex-boyfriend who loved to play Tiger Woods Golf, and he convinced me to play with him. And then when I beat him in Tiger Woods Golf, he didn't want to play anymore. Funny. Okay, so that was probably the last time, but it's been a while. I don't, I don't do a lot of video games. I think they make Rory McIlroy golf now. They used to oh, take over that title. Sake. Yeah. Jay wants me to play. What is it? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah. Okay. I guess maybe we'll see. Or Mario Tennis, either one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Golf too. If it's a driving game, I'm in. You better yeah. watch out. You won't want to play with me again either. Oh, I drive it like I stole it. <laughs> Keep it at games here. Matthew asks, "What are some of your favorite board games?" Oh gosh, I love Clue. Big fan of Clue. Love Battleship. You sunk my Battleship. Uh, also love Scattergories, which I suppose you could say that's a board game. Would that be a board game? I'd say so. Okay, so I love Scattergories. Uh, love Trivial Pursuit. Always love Trivial Pursuit, even those, you know, when you're a kid, half of those questions, you have no idea what they're talking about. Those would be a few of the board games that I that I really like. We play a lot of cards in my family, though, now, so not board games in quite a while. At Life Boys asks, if you started a pro franchise, any sport, what oh, would the, what would be the team nickname and what would be the colors? I really like the name Warriors. I know that that's taken by Golden State, but if it's a different sport, can I have Warriors? You can have it. Okay. Sure. All right. I like Warriors, or maybe something from Star Wars. Nah. The droids. I uh, nah. The droids. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> well, then if it's the droids, they have to be blue and white. Like BB-8 is blue, orange, and white. R2-D2 is blue and silver. Yeah, it has to be orange because orange is my favorite color and blue is my second favorite color. Those obviously are very popular combinations, so maybe it's old and tired and done. But if if it's droids, I'll go blue and But isn't blue and silver the cowboys? That's a problem. And the droids. The droids. Oh, my gosh. People would make fun of us. No. But you know what? If our franchise won, you... We, what is the line? Never underestimate a droid. That's it. <laughs> Fan base would travel so well. I could already see it. Right, the yeah. Jedi. We could go with the Jedi. That works too. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric asks, who's the better baker, you or your mom? Oh, my mom hates baking. In fact, the only time I ever hear my mom swear is about baking. She, My mom does not swear, and I make her bake, but she halfway through, she tanks and she leaves, and she's like, I hate this. I hate this. I don't know why, because she's a math teacher. It's very exact, but she doesn't like the mess. I make a big mess, and she she's trying to clean up while I'm baking. <laughs> David asks, have you ever taken Amtrak? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and down the Northeast Corridor, for sure. Uh, last one here before rapid fire. Uh, Eridius, interesting name, asks, Ooh. any artists or bands you plan to see this year? I don't have any plans yet to see concerts. Uh, I just or want to. Sorry, I should have added that. Okay, too. I don't have any plans yet other than the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra. Two things. I'm going to a John Williams tribute concert, and he is my absolute favor, favorite composer and conductor. And so John Williams tribute concert with the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra. And then that same symphony orchestra is playing the Empire Strikes Back movie or movie while they're playing the score live. So, see, I'm, just, I'm a total nerd. I love symphony music. Rapid fire. Scrambled eggs or over easy? Scrambled. Chicken nuggets or chicken fingers? Chicken fingers. Sea turtles or land tortoises? Sea turtles. <laughs> Have a pet tiger or a pet lion? No. You'll get eaten. Uh, which one? Neither one. I'm not picking up something that's going to eat me. Silly putty or Play-Doh? 
Play-Doh. Have a time machine or a teleporter? Oh, a teleporter. Go anywhere right away. We'd never have to commute again. It would be amazing. Beach or mountains? Oh, no. That's so tough. Beach. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.